Welcome back to another podcast from Nobody Cares About Dad. This week, as ever, joined by my co-host, AD. How are you? Hello. <laughs> Mate, uh, what's happened to your voice? Well, I'm doing my best Barry White tonight. Oh, okay, okay. Lucky ladies. Okay. I've got the lights down low. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Um, yeah. Still still overseas, but I'm back tomorrow. Nice. So there won't be this, you know, this delay in time that we've got at the moment. Oh, yeah. Because we're international. That's uh, I'm, We're not going anywhere, but we're international. We're not going to get into it. I don't know if I mentioned in the past that I had COVID, oh, but um, I've now got a chest infection. <laughs> Just don't build them like they used to, mate. Oh, I know, mate. Made a plasticine. Anyway, listen, let's crack on. Let's get let's get the guests. So we've got two guests tonight, actually. Um, we have, actually, not our first recording of a female, because I do have one in the bank, but um, the one this will go out first. So um, we are joined this evening by Marcin, usual... Usual, uh, so we've got a female and then we introduce, yeah. Martin. Is that the first? Is that the yeah, intro? Got the got first <laughs> <laughs> you got titters like a lady, <laughs> <laughs> he looks like one off Little Britain, <laughs> yeah. Not, not, not funny, no. <laughs> I'm making a podcast debut, Kelly. How are you? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How's yeah. everyone else? Chill. Good, is this, yeah. Is this your podcast debut? Is it your first podcast? Yeah, ever. It's scary. Oh, no. it's, it's been streamed, streamed to thousands of people right now. <sighs> it's, okay. it's, it's really not. It's really not. <laughs> Yet. Oh, maybe think that, please. Hundreds, hundreds. <laughs> Look, tonight, tonight's topic, we're talking about blended families and co-parenting. Um, I suppose when... 50% of all marriages end in divorce. It's only natural that couples and families are, do co-blend and co-blend, co-parent <laughs> and blend. Uh, so this, this statistic show that 11% of families in the UK are a blended family, um, which is down actually from 2001. So in 2001, it was actually 25%. So it is coming down, the number of people that are mingling their families but i thought best to start just with so i don't have a dog in this race unfortunately well, unfortunately i guess fortunately <laughs> fortunately i don't have a dog in this race i just thought i'd just go around quickly just to get your experiences of um having been in a blended family um, <coughs> you co-parent so aiden let's start with you uh so been in a blended family no um co-parented yes <coughs> so i've done it um, obviously, with my ex, she had a baby with someone else, uh, and then um, it was trying Isn't to balance everything. Huh? Isn't that a blended family with another kid? Yeah, but then, so it was a blended family, but then obviously from that, um, the little girl's dad and I, we would then have to sort of work together for drop-offs, pick-ups, all of that sort of thing. Yeah. So and then you're trying to say, oh, we've we've done this today. We've worked on this with her, and blah blah blah. So now you need to try and vice versa. So okay. from that aspect, um, it's it's weird, bloody weird. When you, you it's almost like you're doing a handover each time. 
Yeah. You're saying, look, this is what I've done. This is what I've worked on. Can you carry it on? And then you get the same back. It's just, yeah, it's very odd. Taking over a shift. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. What about you, Martin? Uh, done both. Co-parenting and uh, blended family. Uh, co-parent with my children's mum to my two little girls. Uh, and then I was uh, in a two and a half year relationship with my ex-partner and her little boy. Um, both interesting. Both bring challenges, positive and negatives. Um, and and yeah, um, I think the blended family side of things is something that I think I think the blended family side personally is harder to work around than the co-parenting. Okay. We'll get, we'll get to that. my um, opinion, but yeah, so yeah, done both. <coughs> and Kelly, how about yourself? Yeah, also done both, but obviously I have my daughter with me. 24-7 near enough um so uh yeah from past relationships up until now it's always been sort of blended and co-parenting um yeah I, I i mean i've had years of it to be honest lots of years of practice <laughs> so yeah i know how uh how difficult it can be but also here to give the uh woman's point of view as well i mean <laughs> even you saying that you're handing over um i've that's rare to have a handover <laughs> to pass a child over and have a handover and talk and them not just to get out of the car and but i guess it depends what age um the child is it's also how you get on with them isn't it is how you if you have any kind of relationship left in terms of you can talk to that person you can still be around because i know a lot of people can't yeah, but I am a strong believer that we should have a relationship. We are bringing up children together. Um, and no matter what, I mean, I've been in situations where I've said, we fake it. We will stand there and fake it to um, the child. Yeah. Um, and we pretend that everything's okay. And we get on for the sake of the child because none of this was chosen for them. You know, this was something they probably struggle to deal with as well. They always say children are really resilient. Well, actually, I don't think they are in a lot of situations. Um, and and especially as they get older and they're more aware of what's going on. Um, yeah, that's, but, that's so true. What you said there is that people always say, our oh, kids are resilient, they'll, they'll be okay. I've, I've experienced it where I've picked up my son from uh, preschool and they've said, oh, um, his name's Dexter. They're like, oh, he, he didn't seem himself today. That he seemed very distant, very sort of, he was sat on his own, he wasn't playing, engaging. And when I spoke to people about it, they were like, oh, he's fine, kids are resilient. And this was like quite early on in the whole, like, yeah. I'm not around all the time, I pretty much am, but you know, you haven't got that family dynamic anymore. And it just, it, it really pisses me off when people just say, oh no, yes. they're resilient, they're fine, they'll be okay. You think Kids yeah. are sponges. They, they, yeah. they know they pick up so much and they do and to think that they're hearing another parent bad mouth the other and that is a strict rule um obviously i've got a boyfriend he's got children but i will never allow and i've stood by it that he will not bad mouth his child's mother in front of his child or to me because still she's a woman that's there doing the best she can and that has the child the majority of the time for them to then talk down that they're not, you know, it is hard because we, I know, <laughs> you know, I know everyone's situation's different, 
but we do have to make sure we're doing all the schoolroom packups ready. It, it depends on everyone's situation, but the majority of the time it's down to us when we're still um, trying to hold down our job and do everything else. It, it's not easy. Um, so I do have that rule that, you know, we're not. And for that reason, I've created a really good relationship with her because I didn't want her to feel that her child was coming into a home where we were like that because they, I wouldn't want my child to go there. As long as um, my daughter was loved and looked after, that's all I care about. It doesn't matter what that person has done in the past or how we are, whether we're friends or we're not, as long as they look after her, that's all I'm bothered about. Yeah. It's the child. and the, But there are so many situations where the woman uses the child against the father. And I have seen that in so many times. Like so many situations, the, the child will be used uh, for control against the father, for um, just anything, to get back at them. And again, it's, a, it's an easy card to play, isn't it? It's a what? Sorry. It's an easy card to play. Yeah, but I just don't think that um, says much for the mother if they're willing to do that. Like, I understand that they might find things tough, but to, to go against the dad, I've seen it. I've seen it where someone has been going in on my partner at the time and how it upsets them. And I promised I would never do that because it hurts men. Men think that, you know, they think that men are tough and they can take it, but it actually really hurts. And especially when they're criticized about um, their fathering, it's not a nice thing to do. No. And actually it's interesting what you say about how it affects the children and how they, you said Martin, they're a sponge is because just looking at the statistics, the statistics show that blended families the children in blended families have a higher susceptibility to mental health problems when they grow up well um, and from stress and separation anxiety that they experience from the parents not being together and um, i've experienced that i'm i'm going through that with my daughter because of covid and how um for one reason or another she had to stay with me that wasn't my choice um, but that had an impact on her massively. She wasn't allowed to hug her dad, who she really wanted to for three months. And she begged and pleaded to, to the point that she was really down. You know, she was so upset about everything. How old is she, Kelly? Oh, lost your sound. Oh. She's 10. She's 10. Yeah, so it just affected her massively, not having, not being able to stay over, to the, then cause separation anxiety from me. Because when the whole world was crumbling, who was there? I was there when no one, when others weren't. And I have gone at her pace, but I've also been criticised for going at her pace. Because... If she, she was getting so upset being separated from me that um, that I chose that, you know, until she's ready, we won't be. Mm. Because uh, there's no point in having her absolutely screaming and, you know, so upset that, I mean, there's being upset and there's being really yeah. upset. Who criticised you? Who was criticising you for, for that route? Uh, other sides. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> 
I only say that because there's, Kelly, no, there's, no, there's no book. But Ed, <laughs> are you a politician? <laughs> yeah, like so Ed. diplomatic. You know, um, I, I, only, I only ask that question because there's there's no guideline to these sorts of things. Let's take COVID. You know, you're saying the separation anxiety was caused due to COVID. We've never been through that situation. So how anybody can criticise you for for a situation that no one's been put in before and you've had to do the best, you know, with with the situation. It's it's this yeah, is the frustrating I mean, thing about being a parent is people criticize not knowing the full <laughs> facts and can't see the full story and, and, and awesome, uh, but, but my, it is and that's one of the problems of of co-parenting is uh, and it certainly has been for me is one side thinks one the other thinks the other you come in together but you're not looking at it from the same angle and it's trying to find <laughs> that balance to yeah and then I do get upset because as soon as it affects my child, that's it. I'm in. I'm invested. <laughs> like, please don't upset her any more than she, you know, has to be. And it is that whole sense of knowing that um, that they struggle and they do struggle. She used to just say, I wouldn't have to make these decisions if uh, you and daddy were still together. I wouldn't have to choose what home to go to. I wouldn't have to leave at the weekend and go to another home. I would stay in my home and I would be with everyone together. It's because you, and I'd be there going, <laughs> because it hits hard. Yeah. Oh, lost your sound again, Kelly. Sound's gone. It's because hey, I'm, am I back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it on my phone, so every time that happens, it's because someone keeps calling me. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them on the side going, "Why are you criticising us?" <laughs> oh no, no, they hope they can't see that, they? <laughs> yeah. No, but um, what was I even saying? <laughs> well, look, one of the one of the first questions I wanted to ask was, and this is for all of us really. What do we think the biggest biggest problem couples face when going into being a step family? You've all, all done it. So what? What? What were the biggest concerns? And the biggest... Introducing the children to the new yeah. partner. And it depends what children they've also got, because you're also getting these children to go. Okay, you've all got to get on now. And I mean, I know that kids can be kids, but my partner, he actually hasn't really lived with his children. So now to have kids <laughs> in the house. And he's like, why are they arguing? I'm like, kids do. They fall out. And, but he'd be like, I can't take this. Do they not like each other? I'm like, no, we're all good. Just give them time. <laughs> but very much for um, my daughter was, I was bringing people into her home because there was, we couldn't go to this. So every, everything she had to share, everything, what was once her daddy's house and her other stepbrother's house was now someone else was in there living in their sort of shoes and where I was quite careful about how we did that we needed someone to stand in from everyone's point of view that she was never having to go over to theirs and share with his his son didn't have to share any of his stuff or be in their home because that just wasn't an option Do you, this is, you might not be none of you might be able to answer this because I don't think either of you any of you have experienced it either way but do you think it's different for children as a boy and a girl? Do you think it's harder for girls or harder for boys? Or is it, do you think it's equally the same? No, I, think, I think it depends on the, the relationship the kid has with you. And then you're obviously, they see that you're 
trying to share yourself with everyone. That's one of the hardest things is that you're you're trying to share everything because you don't want to neglect anyone and you shouldn't want to neglect anyone and say, oh, I've got to focus on making a really good impression here on the new family. And then you're pushing your own away. I mean, I haven't been in that situation, but like with my son, I know full well that if I was to introduce him to another family, if I was to get with somebody that's got kids and it was another family, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put any more effort in with the other children than I do with my own son, because that's that's not fair and that's not right. Because kids aren't resilient and they'll pick up on that and he'll think, hang on a minute, what's going on here? Like all of a sudden you're sharing yourself with someone else. I'm not getting all the attention. And then, you know, then you start affecting him. And See, I, 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 I just don't do that. I was going to say, Martin and, Ke- Martin and Kelly, you've obviously been in a situation where you've come into relationships where they do have children. So how have you managed to... I, I think the thing for me was, obviously, I've got two, I've got two girls um, and my ex-partner had a boy. But I think the hardest part for it, for, for, for me, was dealing with it was my ex-partner's boy had all his mum's attention and it was, it was all about him. Christmas was him. Birthdays was him. It was him, him, him. Whereas my children were used to having a sister. They've got a sister, they've got a sibling. So all of us, so so they're used to their time being divided between the two of them. They had yeah. to share. You know, they know that if they're gonna play, they play together. Whereas he wasn't. So all of a sudden, when the families came together, it was nice. Um, but over time, the issues became, you know, all of a sudden one child had to share with two others. Yeah, and 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 that's a hard, that was a hard thing for him to adjust to. Um, How old was he, Martin? He was same age as my eldest, okay. um, so he he would be eight now. Um, and but when when but when we separated, my ch- I think it hit my children more than it did him, from my understanding, because he was all right to go back to having him and his mum, which is what he was used to. Yeah. My children come back to us and you know my kids now are like daddy you're not allowed a girlfriend we don't want you to have a girlfriend we don't want to share you and stuff like that but for them it was a bit harder because they had to move out of their family home and and stuff like that there's so many things that kids get attached really quick oh massively my kids were attached my kids came down the other week and they were like daddy here's some clothes that my ex bought them we don't want them anymore daddy we want to chuck them away um and (laughs) and that hit home that hurt that that was something that really that really hit me a little bit because I was just a bit like that's just some clothes, but to them there's an emotional attachment to it and 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 they also may have seen like how she affected you or how she affected your mood after and I think they do pick up on all of that. Yeah. Who's yeah. made daddy sad? Um, and kids are very they, protective. We yeah, think they, 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 to be fair, when we separated and they saw how sad and I was sad. They did say they were like, "Daddy, you, you, we don't want you to get back with her. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to move back there. We want yeah. you to stay." But but there's so many there's so many things that can come in. That question is quite a difficult one to answer, Marco, because there's so many different factors that can play into. You know, Dexter has all your time, Ad. When it's you and him, it's you and and you yeah. you focus on him, and you're a great dad, and we can see it from your post, and you do things with him. But when you bring another family into it, all of a sudden those days out slow down just you and Dexter and then it and then it becomes you Dexter the new partner yeah. and I think <coughs> that is where um Darcy had struggled because she had been with her dad and loved just having that one-to-one time and then all of a sudden and I remember her saying I can't sit on daddy's knee anymore because someone else was yeah. there 
Um, and it was just sort of reassuring her. But I think there obviously was a jealousy there for her, and which is fine. Everyone sort of gets jealous and it's understandable. Um, but yeah, that, that was a massive part because she was daddy's girl and all of a sudden she had to share it. And then also there was a new relationship starting at home. Um, but with my partner, I think he feels guilty that he has, I say he has more time with Darcy, but he actually doesn't because he works away or he, his hours is that he's working. But I know there's a sense of guilt if we are doing something without his son. And also, um, I feel, you know where you said it, if the birthdays are all about that, I feel I've always been a bit extra when it comes to birthdays and Christmas anyway, but I feel I do do things extra just to make it, you're sort of making up for things a lot still now. Like I wanted to have a happy childhood and some of those things are like, I'm sort of pushing that I get up. I'm really pushing. I just wanted to have these happy memories and it not all be sort of doom and gloom. I've got, I've got a question, to, not for you. Well, in fact, Mark, you can probably ask a question. I don't know if it's a question you're going to ask, so I do apologise. We've introduced children, our children, to new partners. AD, you were introduced to a child yeah, yeah. as a new partner. Mark, you've not done it. Touch wood, it never has to happen to you. But what do we think? Because this is something that, w that we argued over me and my, me and my kids' mum. What's what's the acceptable process? Well, that's my ne what was my next question. Is that, you know, that was my next question. What process was, of how how you introduce them? Not, well, yeah. Mark, you asked the question. We'll rewind back there. The question was just the, the process, but also how soon? Like how soon should you introduce? Should yeah. you introduce children into this? And how think, how do you go about I it? Everyone, I'd um, met Kyle in the or started talking to him in the october and darcy didn't get introduced to him until april the next year april may the next year but did um, you introduce him as a friend yeah or did you introduce him yeah. as a we boyfriend went, we went to no um so he you know i'd be, she'd be aware that i was talking to him on the phone and and then we met at a play area with his son and it was my friend. But then Darcy was like, I really like him. He should be your boyfriend. Um, but And we still kept it as a friend for quite a while because at the end of the day, this is a man that I am bringing into my daughter's home. And I've watched <coughs> people um, rush into it so quickly. And to me, I just, I don't agree with it because you don't know how that relationship's going to go and you've already got your child invested in something. They are growing attached to this person and you don't know whether you're actually, you're only starting to get to know someone. Let's be honest, at the start, it's brilliant. Like, it's the best time. Like, how, how do you know after a few months that you're still going to be in that place? Then when you start to live together, again, that's another test. And are you going to to survive that but you and I mean you can you can never tell but I just think if I'd introduce and there's some people I mean Darcy could have been introduced to quite a few people had I just let them keep getting introduced all the time and that's not yeah. an example I really want to set <laughs> what, did, what happened with you AD out like with with your partner your ex's daughter uh it was a couple of weeks you met, you met her after she a was, weeks. But she was a, a baby was, baby. She was, was like eight weeks, weeks old. Yeah, six weeks so old. I think yeah, I met her when different. she was either yeah. eight, eight weeks or 12 weeks old. But 
you have to because you it's all it's all done on situation isn't it so she had yeah. a baby baby that hang on i want to spend time with this girl um you, you fall in six weeks after having a baby let me just ask that question oh, no. hey who goes out dating six weeks after i don't think she planned on dating she just definitely not me she can't resist she wasn't planning on it Mate, when God puts these things in place, he does Not made it. Not made a wood Not made a wood issue. Exactly, mate. She's got, hang on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's situational. So I thought to myself, okay, I, I really like this girl. So you look back, you don't, I mean, a lot of people do, but I'm not one of these people that don't, ah, shit, they've got baggage. Not a chance. You also didn't know that she had, so you dated her a couple of times. You didn't know that she'd had a kid, right? No, I knew, no, I knew she had a kid. Oh, God, I was going to say, that's yeah. a bombshell to drop uh, after day three, isn't it? She told me on the third when we met. She told me, and I, oh, okay. like, I couldn't believe that she had had just, a kid. Just drop one. Yeah. Just drop that in there. <laughs> Can you imagine date three? Oh, by the way, I've got a seventy-week-old baby at home. By the way, what's that, that noise? Now. Oh yeah. But so it was because I, I was like plan trying to plan things, like you said, Kelly. You at the start, you're always like, let's go and do this, let's do yeah. this, let's do this. And she was like, well, I, I can't really. And yeah. well, and I was like, okay. Well, let's let's do things where we can sort of evolve yeah. to a point, um, and that's just what you've got to do. You've got you've got to go with the situation yeah. if you're willing to invest in that. Because oh, look, it's a big thing trying to invest with somebody that has a young baby, baby, you know, and you trying to then think it. logical about it. You're going, <laughs> oh shit! Like, how do I change this now? What's what's this? What is this coming out of that? Like, whoa! Hang on a minute. Yeah, and I know with um, my friends, like obviously Laura, that was going to come on. She had, she literally had no choice if she wanted to meet someone because she didn't have anyone to have the boys. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. um, if she was wanting to get to know someone, she sort of had to, had to. And and some of my other single friends, they're like, we literally had no other way because I didn't have anyone to have them. So, I mean, everyone's situations different um yeah. and literally a lot of the, they wouldn't even be able to start relationships because there's no chance of having any babysitters or no and then, yeah. so when when i met the ex <clears throat> obviously she she'd had a baby with someone else he wasn't really on the scene to start with but i think that was because of them too and then you thought then you start thinking okay like what have i got into here like got somebody here that's got a baby and obviously that her own dad's going to want to be on the scene and do this where do i fit in and then you start going right okay i'm just going to sit back but actually so at the start me and her ex i don't think we really got on it was more for the sake of the baby but as time progressed and like some of the stuff he's he's had to go through and he's done like he's actually an incredible dad and like hats off to him and him yeah. and his new partner they do everything and they actually include my son as well because they're oh. brother and sister so they will include my son, especially because I work away a bit. I'm like going, okay, they're going, oh, Dexter's with them today. He's going out for the day. And I'm like, that's really, really fucking cool. That's really that's admirable really good. to do that. And I, I speak sure, to Dexter all the time. Thing. Yeah, and I speak to Dexter all the time. I said, did you have fun? And he's like, yeah. And he calls um, he calls her Anya's dad. He said, I was with, uh, first of all, he used to say with daddy, because he calls me pappy. And then he used to say, I've been with daddy because that's what Anya would call him. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. That's not daddy. <laughs> that's Anya's daddy. That's just, that's just, we'll call him Anya's dad. It's not daddy. And he was like, okay. But you forget the kids don't get that. 
but the the basis of it for me was actually going on co-parenting and all of that stuff blended families they're kind of like a blended little family by including dexter and yeah. you know you become part of that and nothing but admiration for everything they've done and they do and it, it shows like you said Martin. it shows maturity it shows you know it shows somebody that's actually putting in effort and going actually you're part of this life your, so you've got to include matter yeah and yeah. It's, it's just yeah it's just it's a good situation to be in like that especially when i'm away he, he was there actually yesterday with a rare me. one there. <laughs> eh? a very rare one i'd say yeah, it's, but, exactly. yeah it's and you've a got, very good one when you get in a situation like any situation you've got to i think you've actually got to appreciate it because it's it is rare mm. so my son yesterday went out for a day out with them yesterday spoke to him he was passed out in bed because he'd been worn out like what more can you ask for for a kid yeah. and obviously on that so with with the question of how soon should you would you would you respect your ex-partner's wishes on that because we see that a lot where you're like you know you I, i'm speaking from other people's perspectives here but they've just recently broken up and i don't know a month down the line this new person's got a new partner and they're introducing into the kids and the partner the the bloke saying oh hang on a minute like that's way too soon so would you, would you respect your partner's wishes on... And I'm not talking about a month. I'm just talking about in general. In general, no. I have to see, for me, I've, I've got to go... I've always been on the understanding that if uh, your ex has somebody new and they're introducing them to their kids, you should meet that person first like, as, as a parent because you, you want to know what, what your kid's going to be around. And that should be a no-brainer. And unfortunately, it's not... Again, that's, that's circumstance. I'll take... Use my situation... Um, me and Hannah started, sorry, me and my ex, I refer, uh, we started dating, uh, in the February and, and I met her son and she met my children quite early on, but as a platonic friendship, um, it was, this is a friend of mine that's got a child. Let's have a day out. We made a decision. We, we kind of talked about it and said that obviously if things progress, the children need to interact and, and it's easier um, for us to see how that interaction, because that's a big part of it. If you know, if the children didn't get on and it was it was hell on earth, <laughs> it's never going to work. Yeah. Um, so so, uh, but I think it was August time um, that we said to the children that we're in a relationship with a boyfriend and girlfriend. So we we waited a good good six months to, but we we did spend time and and so that. But at that time, me and the mother of my children were not amicable. And I always wanted to her to in, to meet <coughs> yeah. my ex and, and have that crossover. Um, and me and me and the mother of my children had always said, you know, six months is, is a fair time for them to know about the relationship and stuff. And we kept it, you know, I think in that six months, I think she stayed over once. And in fact, she slept on the sofa to emulate that it's a friendship. Um, well, and- you didn't sleep on the sofa. What a gentleman! Eh? A gentleman. <laughs> no, no, no! I, I actually slept on the floor, and she what? slept on the sofa because one of the children was in our bed. One of the children was in my bed. No, genuinely, I slept on the floor. She slept on the sofa. Okay. Um, and uh, and one of the one of the children, he, her son was in my bed. Um, but um, but at the time, the amicability between the you know we weren't amicable, so we couldn't communicate. And, and that sort of thing. But her her kid's dad, I met him. We went away together in in August. 
as, as a as a blended family. Uh, it was it was two weeks after my dad died, so my mum came along, and um, and I actually asked her kid's dad, and I sent him a message and saying, you know, a couple of months before, I was like, look, I want to take Oscar with us away on family on a holiday. How do you feel about that? I, you know, I want your permission. And he was like, mate, you've asked. Thank you. As long as you treat him like he's your own. And me and him got on like a house on fire. Um, you know, we had a we had a great relationship. Um, but the circumstances on my side never never allowed um for for her and, and my kid's mum to to meet. Um so but yeah, it's it's there's so many factors that can play. Again, it's 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 every situation is different. Every yeah, there's no guideline, is there? There's no guideline. No. Have you ever yeah, situation where your ex has said or tried to, or tried to say he can't meet him or you can't introduce him to that? Or vice versa, have you ever been in a situation where he's tried to say you can't introduce my daughter to this person? No, no, no. Because um I'd left it so long anyway. So okay. uh, but um however it was slightly different when um he met someone but i already knew of her anyway so um so yeah uh, but i i was saying although i knew her i didn't they'd only just started seeing each other i didn't want them to introduce darcy so quick so it was sort of um it was me because social media is also such a thing and like pictures everywhere that was another thing that i wasn't Wanting oh. straight away. <laughs> that moment you see your your child, oh. someone yeah. else, you just go. Yeah, Fuck. but there was, but also, um, and I remember being with my partner when I was told that um, there's a new relationship, and and it just it just takes you back. Like no matter what, you your feelings are not there, but it do, all of a sudden you're thinking now my child is going to be um introduced to somebody else so i remember sitting there and carl like saying i know it how weird it feels like because you you don't um it's not that you feel anything you just worry for what now is is going to come so yeah i did ask that it was left um a bit longer and then obviously and then they meet and then your child's coming back going they did this we did that and you're like Brilliant! Yeah, woo! Well, go with that one again. <laughs> yeah. it. But, it's but hard, I isn't do... it, when they start talking about the other, the other person, um, because you can't just go, "Oh no, they're a knobhead." Like, don't listen to that. What are you doing? <laughs> or they're not as fun as me. You can't do that. Who's you can't... Like, Exactly. No, you can't do that. <laughs> you, want, you want feeding or not? <laughs> but no, it's, it's it's a tough one. You've got to, and this is where the maturity kicks in. And you've got to think bigger picture for your, your kids. Inside, you're probably doing backflips and you're like, no, I, I don't like Oh, this. brilliant. I'm so glad you had a great yeah. day. But sometimes you feel like you're overacting yeah, as yeah. well. I'm like, yeah. if they were older, they'd totally know. You're like, yeah. really? Was it fun? Was it? What did you do? <gasps> what did you like, do? Oh. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I just pick up the phone. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. I've got to take this call. Just walk off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. And then your phone rings. Gutted. <laughs> how, about, how about discipline then with the child that isn't your own? Well, um, my rule no. was I didn't need my partner to raise my child. Um, 
and I didn't want, I mean, he's six foot three and I just thought it's quite, would be quite intimidating. And I mean, my ex and Kyle are very different people. So he might, he's a lot softer and he's ex-military and quite strict. And she wouldn't have been used to that or, and I, yeah, I just said it was my role to discipline her. I didn't need anyone. And with time, obviously we've been together two and a half years now so he can i'll allow him <laughs> uh, <laughs> to step in a little bit here yeah <laughs> wait but um i mean i guess it's just a protective thing i don't know the way or how i discipline would not be on the same level as him um i'm not i really i'm not very strict i'd like to be but it just doesn't come naturally i am more of a you know she could be kicking off and i'll be like let's all just calm down everybody where well, he'd be like get out of room and i'm like no we all need to chill um so yeah it's we, such we a just, minefield though isn't it i know right but it, i just thought if the moment i mean there has been times where i've been she has been naughty and he's then stepped it and my heart's gone <gasps> like no 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 don't use your big loud voice against my child um and but I, equally i wouldn't discipline his too i am very much the lover like come here come talk to me let's talk about it let's all just love one another um where he's he literally says i have the patience of a saint but he he on the other hand has not <laughs> so it just <laughs> just doesn't um I would, don't you know. feel, would you feel comfortable disciplining his no, children? No, no. I just do it in a different way, like silly, you forgot that. Let's just go and get this. See, but he but also his son loves Kyle says he's just the lift between to get him to me, basically. He's like he really couldn't care very much about me. He wants to be with you because you're the fun one, you do whatever and but then at the same time, he comes to me if he's got a problem and I will talk to his mum and we've got that relationship. So it just depends on your view and how you discipline children. Um, I'm very much a talker. Oh, I drop kick them. Two foot. Yeah. No, <laughs> Martin, you ain't getting your leg back. I'm going to say, we know that's not true because I ain't getting any airtime. <laughs> see, see, I, I, my children have me wrapped around my, their finger. Same. Uh, like they know... Daddy, can we have this? No. Please. This isn't, this isn't about your children. It's about your partner. Well, no, 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 no. But I'm going to... But but so I, I was always the soft one. So all three of them would come to me knowing full well that yeah. I would cave. Um, and and I would I always said I would treat her child like my child. There's Because because if you... If, 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 if you know, we, we cared. I, I had the children, all three of them, while she was working and vice versa. So if, if all three of them are being little sods and let's, you know, they can be children. My children were all the same age, eight. It was, you know, six, but six and six and four or seven and seven and five. So really close to each other, three children within a two year age range. And they would all play and they would all tittle tattle and it would be, he's done this to us. And then two minutes later, she's done this to me. And, <laughs> They just inter intertwine with each, with wind each other up. So I always said they're all the same age. They've they've all got to be. I'm going to treat them all as if they're mine, and she did the same. But we had to communicate because I'd be like, I've just told them all off, and they're all tooting over to you now. 
uh, when you know when you I used to get it all the time. I've just told Ivy off for doing this because she's asked for this and I've said no. So when you come home, because I know you're wet and you'll say yes, you should say no. So I'll come in, Daddy. No, straight away. And it, it, it's about communicating and having the same expectations and. And, and and again, different things work, but we both said that we'll treat them all equally um, because we, we had them all together quite a lot. They're all, you know, um, and it's tough, but I, there's times where she, like, I will shout at my children and I will raise my voice to my children, but I would never raise my voice to him because there's always that fear of of accusations. And What about if somebody was to discipline your children? How would you feel about that? Mate, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Not a chance. Really? how do you feel? So, mate, so... What's that all about? So, uh, so we, we we actually had a conversation about this the other yeah. day, about his child. So, so uh, I, I put that in there knowing that he won't be happy about this part of the conversation. Would you not? Would you, would you not be happy with anybody disciplining your child? Well, define uh, discipline. Mate, define discipline, because are mate, we talking... So, so discipline... Raising discipline is not the same as it used to be when we grew up as kids. No, you know, I used to get a give you a spoon for the, the backside. Back right, that doesn't happen any anymore, and it shouldn't anyway. Sorry, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Wiping the blood off. But um, so for me, discipline is obviously you you put a child in their place. You you raise your voice. You you raise it to a point where you actually scare them enough to they go, oh shit, what have I done? Yeah. But for me. You do not, you do not discipline a child if you've never met the other parent. You fucking don't do it. Like, or you don't you do don't, it. Don't really know the child. Exactly. But you, you. So for me, sat here. So I'm hundreds of miles away, right? <laughs> to know that somebody else has then had to, or not had to, but somebody else has shouted at my son, and I've not even met this person. Inside, I'm going. All right, dickhead. Like you wait until I'm back, and then we're going to see how discipline works. Yeah. Because if you don't want to introduce yourself to me, if you don't want to meet me, if you don't want to get to know me, then you'll understand how my son operates, how he gets disciplined. So when he's with me, yeah, I shout at him when he's naughty, but yeah. I only have to raise my voice to a point or give him a certain look, like as a parent, and that's enough. Does anybody do the count to three? I don't even get to three uh, anymore, mate. It's just, I give him the death stare. Yeah, he's like, I'm 24. Yeah. But for me, you don't, you do not discipline. Yeah, exactly. You don't go in and discipline somebody else's, or you don't get told about it anyway. No, but I feel like you you need um, respect, and the child needs respect for that person. If they've not spent that much time, how they are a stranger. And this is what I always said, like, I knew Kyle for months. Darcy didn't. She'd known him for a few weeks or however. Do you know what I mean? It, what the relationship that I had with him was very different to what Darcy would in terms of how long they've known <laughs> each other for. So he was still very much a stranger. So I just said that I didn't need him because it made me feel physically sick if I just... But my dad never raised his voice to me, so it was just... I never really had to get told off by him, and that was that. So I guess I, that's my sort of role model, and I, that's what I wanted for Darcy. It was my mum. She put us into place, so therefore that's me. I will do that job. No one else do it. Amy, Don't mind are, your, dad. are your parents military? No. AD, no. 
I got a paste in. I got a slipper and a spoon when I was younger. Mate, my mum's Scottish. I got it all. <laughs> <laughs> I, got oh, I got the slipper. Yeah. Oh, I got the slipper. Oh, but you, <laughs> mate, you don't you, like. That's the thing. It's, it's all. It's all character changed building. There's, there's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not discipline, mate. It's character building. It's not bullying. But it's it's all changed. You've got to. Yeah. The end of the day, if you're if you're with a if you're with another family, another child, another family, you've got to adapt to how they are. You can't be how you are because it will work for you. So, you know, I'm from I'm I'm ex-military, so you know I would. Apparently, I've got a temper. Get down and give me twenty. I don't see it. I haven't got any. I haven't got an anger issue. It's fine. Whatever. (laughs) But (laughs) you don't you don't just revert to that and go right. I'm going. This is going to work. Bah 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 bah, and you start reeling off at somebody. You can't mm. do that. For me, I would say to the, the parent, can you have a word? Like, I don't want to do this. or Unless it's like life or death. <laughs> if they're doing something stupid and you've got to step in, you've got mm. to step in. But also, every child is different. And yeah, 100%. What, one, and I have had this a lot because Darcy, and I don't know where she gets it from, but she's really strong-minded. And she's... Um, she won't back down and she will argue uh, she and but then i have the stepchildren on the that won't ever answer back or <laughs> so darcy's always was looking naughty like that but if we'd if i'd retaliated to her with shouting she just shout back so we were yeah. then just shouting at each other so so if i was calm with her and then you know we'd discuss it or let her go and have a little moment and then i'll go and talk to her when she's calmed down but i think and i've always thought like because of that people have sort of questioned am i too soft with her do do but it's my way and i know that if I, i've done it every way and i know it gets me no you know no further shouting at her if i'm calm i still get the same result yeah. Um, it's hard though, isn't it? It's hard to oh, to I put have, yourself like, back and you I've go got, like I have to go and count ten. Like, yeah. <laughs> put the knife yeah. away, put the belt away. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't let any other human talk to me the way you do, please. Just walk away. But, See, God, yeah, so go I, was, I was just saying, my so Dexter has this habit of if I shout at him, or to be fair, any loud noise. But if if you're shouting at him and telling him off. He puts his hand over his ears, and I hate that. So yeah. I'm like, when have you ever had to do Like, I've never shouted you, you like that. Where's that from? And it just yeah. makes you feel bad. So yeah. as soon as if, if he's messing around, and I've told him, let's say, a thousand times, stop doing it, and then I raise my voice, he just does this. And then inside, I'm going, you horrible bastard. What are you doing? <laughs> and actually, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just telling him off. Do you and ever, do you ever get that guilt, okay. though? Oh, yeah, that? Always. Like, when they're like, asleep as well. When they're asleep, you're like, I'm really sorry. Love you tomorrow. I, I get it. Like, I, like my children, I, I'm really lucky, I think. And 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 going into a blended family, and you, you realize, I think you you I don't know if any I don't know if anybody else does it, but I look around and I look at other people's children and the way they act, and I just think, I am so blessed sometimes. Watching my children are really well, but sometimes they'll push your buttons and you'll you'll shout. You'll be like, ah. and no, then afterwards, mate, my, my like, knob. <laughs> but do you ever sit there afterwards? <laughs> are you being judgy? Are you saying you judge? You judge when the child's playing up? 
Oh, Who, me? No, no, no. When you look at other people, come on. We've all been to a play park and we've always seen a kid there that's acting like an app. That's and my just child. Like, that was my child. Oh, is it? I'm sitting there going, I'm so glad my children aren't like that. But do you ever sit there and you shout at your children and you can see in their face that they realise they've been troubled and you're just like, oh, no, I feel horrible. Come here. Come yeah, well, yeah, no. Leo's now, he's, he now says, I'm so sorry, Daddy. Like, no. Like, Oh, yeah. There's no capers. Yeah. Here you go. Have some sweets. Yeah, That's he fine. Once, he did once, right? He was like, Can I have a drink? Can I have a drink? I was like, Okay, keep a drink. Grab a cup of blackcurrant. I'm stood at the, the kitchen sink. He walks over to the door. He looks at me with his drink and he just goes, Pours <laughs> it all over the floor. And I like, looked at him like I just wanted to kick him across the kitchen. Like, I was like, You little twat. But at the same time, I was also like, I like it. I respect <laughs> Mate, the bread. Yeah, I, I told you with um, with Dexter. I got him. I got him some. He had some orange juice. He was in the kitchen. He had. To, uh, he was in the lounge. He had some orange juice. I went in the kitchen, and all I heard was, "Pappy, that's your fault." And I was like, "What? I'm in the kitchen." So I've gone through, and there's orange juice everywhere. And I was like, "What's happened?" He goes, "The glass was cold. That's your fault." <laughs> Mate, I've never packed a bag so quick. And that They're was my so bad. annoying at times, aren't they? Yeah, so but it was it was just the, the his his character, and you 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 start thinking like we've all probably done it. We've probably gone. I need to apologise to my parents. Like <laughs> if I was anything like that, oh dear God. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, did did you leave Darcy's dad, or did he leave you? <laughs> oh, oh, there's going to be some comments on this post now. Oh dear. Um, it was a mutual agreement, but okay. it was all my fault. I am going to say that. Okay. Because of the, um, the question is, because we talk about this a lot on uh, the podcast, and now because I wanted to get your opinion of being a female on this. But do you think it's easier for females to leave a relationship when they have children? Um, because they have the control yeah. of children. No. Because, because I, I know of guys in relationships now that won't leave their partners because they don't want to not see their children. Yeah. Their children. If I knew, if I knew how I would feel um, from separating a family, I never thought all of about all of that and the impact. And um, I'm human, and I didn't like the thought that I'd made other people sad. Um, so that played massively on me. I do feel that there's more support out there for women, yeah. as in financially, they could go and get a house. They'll, you'll go to universe, yeah, the job centre. They'll give you universal credit, which is quite a lot, and I feel it was anyway. Um, but whereas the the man doesn't get any of that, and they all of a sudden have to start from scratch. They don't want to take the TV, the sofa, the bed, or anything because that is their home. That their child's in. What was that face for, Martin? Did you think that? <laughs> no. No. Do you know what? It's, it's rare to hear, though, Kelly. It's rare to hear, and this is this is why, you know, we, we, we're bringing females onto here to get their perspective because a lot of women don't actually understand that the guy doesn't do half the stuff when you, you know, if a relationship ends, it's not out of spite. They're, they're being yeah. Addicted. It's actually they've got no other like they've got nowhere to turn to. They've got no no yeah. backing. Everyone just thinks, Oh, you split up, that's your fault. You're you're a prick. Like you've done that, you've walked out, you've left this, you've done that. And it's like 
that's not always the case. And like you said, men have to start from scratch. Because as as a guy, you wouldn't you wouldn't see if you've left a family situation, you wouldn't see your children with not having anything. You wouldn't see them no. struggle. But so also, you would rather struggle. Yeah, my I knew that <coughs> my child was going to stay there. So okay. at the new home. So I did go round and help set the house up. I went and got loads of cutlery and made sure, you know, I got him a fridge or whatever because he literally said, I don't want anything, I'm not taking anything because he didn't want to um, do that to Darcy. But in the same time, I had the respect for him and trying to help him with everything else. But I just feel, like I say, we. I remember going to the job centre and like saying what do I do now and they just went do you want this I'll give you this you can have it. and I was like and if you ask any woman they probably will say that that's the the best off they've been when they're single because but they don't do that for a man they don't say okay well, you've just left at home you have nothing where he's child benefit and stuff like that all goes to well it goes to the parent that's got the children the most which yeah. is usually the woman and like, I I have my children just shy of fifty percent, and I can claim I can claim I won't be able to claim a penny because it would all go to yeah. the mum. Um, but but that should still, be if you're fifty percent, that should be halved. Uh, well, I'm just slightly under fifty percent because because again, it's the the whole the whole system around CSA benefits and stuff is so distorted because it's all done on nighttime. Yeah, it's rubbish. It's utter rubbish. It, yeah, I can have my children. From nine o'clock in the morning till six, seven o'clock at night, all day, every day, and they can stay with the, the mum every night, and it's all done on night times. And it's the, yeah, to me, when it came to asking for maintenance, etc., I did a very little amount because I felt you he was having to set up that, and also if I want anything, I'll go and I'll earn it and I'll provide myself. I don't need. To rely on the maintenance that I get, yes, it helps. But if I all of a sudden I had to think, right now, this I've got to step up, get your business up so you can afford to live and still have the same life. And every woman has that opportunity. So I just don't get it when they're sat there saying they don't, you know, a CSA will take hundreds and hundreds a month. If you if the man has a decent wage, most of your wage is going. I just think it's so unfair because they're not looking at all your other outgoings you have. They're looking at your wage, and they just literally, they you, the man would but have nothing. That's why they're going to disappear, and they don't bother. They go, it's hard. You know I can't do it. I can't pay. So they 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 leave. They they start saying that they have, they're not earning. They do everything they yeah. can because they know that if they get, but you have they have to. It's yeah. their way, like. Do they go self-employed then? Because the 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 amount that they take is ludicrous, and and I'm this, this is something going... I'm scared of. I'll be honest with you, because I've gone from being self-employed, um, and and self-employed people pay themselves X amount uh, and stuff, and that's always been the case. So my kid's mum was very much aware of what my self-employed status was, and and stuff. But I'm now going to go into full-time employment where I'm going to get a set wage. And I'm concerned at how much we, my, my, my kid's mum goes, goes through CSA. I'm concerned about how much is going to get taken. Um, but like I said, I have my children very just shy of 50% of the time. Um, four days 
four days one week, three days the next, but it's not night times. So, and, and my children don't want for anything, you know. And I had to start again. Yeah. I had to start again twice. Um, so from a woman's point of view, if I was seeing that, I'd think they don't want for anything. They, you know, they're getting well looked after. He's providing this, that and that for them. He's I pay for wanting club. to spend time with them has so many days a week because not everybody has that. They only see their child very, very little, um, even though they live around the corner. So, you know, for if I was having that, I'd be like, do you know what? I don't want to do you over at all and i've never gone to the cso for any of that reason i'll have to pay a couple hundred pounds a month to the likelihood is i'll have to pay a couple hundred pounds a month to her which is not a problem but that's taking that money out but i do agree with you know a small (coughs) amount just to help i don't but like i said i have my children from sunday to wednesday sunday morning at 10 to wednesday at six and then the following week monday at nine to wednesday at six so it's it's a good chunk of time and i invest a lot of time and effort i had to restart my own home twice you know when when i separated from from my children's mum i took nothing and i had to start again um listen go this is we're getting onto a whole new podcast here on csa (laughs) so uh, i'm conscious i'm also conscious of the time that we're about to head over um so i just sort of wrapping up actually because and and whilst i've got you here kelly you mentioned um you mentioned earlier about people, women using them, kids as, as tools against yeah. partners in these co-parent, blended, single parent, whatever. Have you been, and I'm not asking you to name anybody here, but have you been in a situation where you've seen a friend that's used their children as a weapon against their ex-partner? And if so, would you say something to them? Yeah, to like, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, no because I'm surrounded by amazing females that wouldn't uh, do that. But 100%, if I'd seen, um, you know, say, where is he, you know, a friend of a friend was having a conversation, I would outrightly say <coughs> I agree with that and that children should never be used. But no, none of my friends would uh, would do that. Yeah. And, and I, I, one thing I wanted to say as well, is we, we were you talking about previously about... Um, you wouldn't take this, and you know, you've got your ex a fridge. I mean, you're a very rare woman because actually, like the stories that we hear on this podcast about how they're treated um, by their ex partners and stuff is actually quite scary. Um, it's a scary thought, but I've also seen it, I've seen it quite a few times how it's all been played. So, no, and my parents would never allow me to, <coughs> to be anything other. Um, and if I was doing anything like that, my mum would soon stand up. She's very, she's very strong. Um, and that's the thing you'd hope that your family and friends as well, yeah. in particular, would step I, in and say something. I to also that. think the women of these, the women that aren't acting correctly, are probably being told by their mum, "You should do this. You should do that." Where I'm told, "You don't do this. You don't do that." The partners are having some sort of control. Yeah, new guys are saying, but, you know, be strong and say no, you're not having control, and don't be weak and just, you know, stand up for what you what what is right. Everyone knows what's right and wrong. It'd be nice if we live like that, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would, it would be, really be nice, nice and easy, but if we practice it, it might happen a little bit more. Won't it? <laughs> it's, it's the children that matter, it's, it's, sure. it's the children <laughs> at the end of the day. 
the children at the end of the day, people need to realize that the children matter. You know, I could, uh, you know, I could hate my kid's mum. That's absolutely fine. There's been times we've not got on. But if the children want to ring their mum, ring your mum. That's fine. Uh, It doesn't affect me. Makes no difference to my life. I mean, how would they feel if they were told they couldn't ring their mum when they were scared? Yeah, you know, it's not nice. Maybe they wouldn't and, want to go there after. And it's ultimately when we have kids, I've written about this quite a bit about being if you're a selfish person, you need to be unselfish because kids, the kids are the number one priority. Yeah. And actually, I saw a post the other day and it said, I've, I've screenshot it here, but it says, My uh, I can't remember who posted it, someone on Facebook. It was like, My children didn't choose to be born, I chose to have them. They owe me nothing, I owe them everything. And that is so true. And it's so true when you have to leave your ego at the door. <laughs> and when you, when ultimately, like I said, 50% of, 50% of marriages end in divorce. So ultimately, there's going to be a lot of people out there that do have kids and do end up splitting up. But you need to realise it, it's no longer about you two as a couple, but you two as parents. I mean, how many people look back and they say, oh, I wish I did this different. I wish I acted like this. I wish I did that. It doesn't have to be like that, does it? If you if you leave a relationship and you can leave it as amicable as possible, yeah, yeah. perfect. You're in a perfect situation, less drama, less stress, and you just get on for the mm. sake of you know for half the time it's for the sake of the children. Yeah. But if you can we have a are, friendship, we are all human and we all do make mistakes and we say things that we shouldn't have or we've done things we shouldn't have done. But it doesn't mean it's it who we are, you, does it? Yeah, it doesn't define you. Um, and there should be a slight forgiveness for things because people do act out and we we all do say and do things we shouldn't do um but that's okay we're we're human like you say and on that note i'm gonna wrap up and then <coughs> listen kelly really appreciate you coming on it wasn't too much no it wasn't it was all right and, uh, martin appreciate you as ever coming on and ad i'll uh see you again soon Hang on, whoa, whoa, backtrack. You appreciate me for being here as well, you Yeah, fair one. Fair one. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Appreciate your time. Cheers, guys. Bye.